It was definitely a, a shock. You know, I worked for some, you know, pretty large banks, uh, you know, across the U.S. and uh, come into Garrison. Um, you know, I joined Garrison when the when the banking industry was uh, kind of taking a major decline, uh, the housing market crash, and, and all of that kind of the crazy uh, stuff that was happening. I got out a little bit just before that, but I kind of seen the writing on the wall. So, um, so you know, I I took a major chance. Um, you know, my goal was to get into medical, um, and um, you know, I had a friend that was a recruiter, and he, he pointed me in the direction of this this position. And I was just like, mm, I don't know about it, but you know, just medical and that. And um, yeah, so you know, it took a chance. Uh, very small company back then, um, but you know, had the aspirations of growing and uh, a very um, family-oriented business. Uh, which I like, especially coming from you know the corporate world out there where you, right. you really didn't know the owners and stuff like that. So it was cool that we did that, um, you know, kind of atmosphere. All right, welcome everybody. This is going to be the podcast number seventy-seven, and I really love when we have an opportunity to go out and meet with people we work with. And so this is a special treat to go to Michigan, Garrison Dental, meet with Rich, who is the head of the North America Sales. And we've had a story, I mean, we have a history of trying to start, trying to work together. And then this year, I think, is when we really put our heads together on how to make this thing work, because we, we both love what we do. And we're trying to help practices to get the best products and work with companies like yours that manufacture products that control the, the whole thing end to end. And when you offered to come visit the manufacturer, I mean, we were all in. It's like, the I'm like, I'm a kid, like a kid in the candy bar, right? So when, when you get a chance to see it. So if you don't mind, if you can introduce yourself and, and a little bit about the company and when did you join, how big Garrison was, and maybe a little bit how Garrison started. Absolutely. Well, thanks for uh, coming to Michigan. I know it was a little travel for you and that, but you arrived at a really good time of year. It's uh, The weather's really nice in there uh, right now, So, uh, but welcome. So I am the Director of Sales for North America, and I've been with Garrison 17 years now. Um, this month it will be 17 years, and uh, the company is 27 years old. So. They were probably 10 years into when I joined uh, Garrison and that. So um, I filled a role as uh, initially as a sales manager and my, my, my role was really to kind of uh, start the sales uh, group for Garrison for North America. So um, that's uh, kind of when I joined. So it was myself and two customer service reps that uh, kind of kicked off the inside sales department for Garrison Dental Solutions. So. Yeah, and then I think you mentioned that before that you were managing call centers for the bank. Yes. And yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. So my background was um, in the banking and mortgage industry. So managed um, large call centers across the United States for anything from credit card processing to mortgages to um, you know uh, anything uh, that a bank would use a call center for. So. Yeah. What was I always like to ask this question? What was your impression? when you were interviewed for this position because like it's dental right and you're making little widgets and you all you think about is like oh, like really this, like yeah walk it, us through? It, it was it was definitely a, a shock you know i worked for some you know pretty large banks uh you know across the u.s 
and uh, come into Garrison. Um, you know, I joined Garrison when the when the banking industry was uh, kind of taking a major decline, uh, the housing market crash, and, and all of the me. kind of the crazy uh, stuff that was happening. I got up a little bit just before that, but I kind of seen the writing on the wall. So, um, so you know, I I took a major chance. Um, you know, my goal was to get into medical. Um, and, um, you know, I had a friend that was a recruiter and he, he pointed me in the direction of this, this position and I'm just like, mm, I don't know about it, but, you know, just medical and that. And, um, yeah, so, you know, it took a chance, a very small company back then, um, but, you know, had the aspirations of growing and uh, a very um, family-oriented business, uh, which I like, especially coming from, you know, the corporate world out there where you, right. you really didn't know the owners and, and stuff like that. So it was cool that to get that, um, you know, kind of atmosphere. That's amazing. And so since then, you guys grew, and as we, Jill and I, were pulling up this morning, we're like, there's a dental office right next to it. And I'm like, I bet it's not by accident. And so, yeah. No, that, that dental office was kind of the start. The basement was the start of Garrison Dental Solutions. So the, the dental practice was uh, Dr. Edgar Garrison's dental practice. Um, and, um, you know, um, his son then took over the practice when Edgar retired. So John was practicing upstairs uh, when uh, Garrison Dental started in the basement of that company. And probably, I'd say, eight years after... Um, they uh, built the building that we're in today. Yeah, and then the, the actual manufacturing facility, which we toured today, was like a couple miles away from here. Yep, a couple miles down the road. Um, you know, originally we were outsourcing a lot of our manufacturing, and today a majority of it's done right at, right at our manufacturing facility there. Yeah, so Rich, your primary thing is to sell the product, right? Yep. And I believe for any salesperson to sell the product, you need to believe in the product. Right, so like it starts there, and it actually ends there. You either believe or you don't. Absolutely. And then knowing that you manufacture your own stuff, does it give you more confidence to sell? It, it does, and you know, it's, it's funny. When I first joined Garrison, my first or second day on the job, I went to a trade show, and um, I, I, I was just kind of sitting back, observing, and, and getting this feel down and, and that, and you know, when you had customers running to the booth and, you know, a lot of the times it was, you know, what do you got new? Um, and, um, you know, because, you know, they almost had their their, uh, their pocketbook out and that. And I just think a lot of it has to do with, the, you know, the garrison, the innovation of our product lines. Um, you know, we've got a really strong uh, customer base, uh, brand loyal customer base and that. So it, believe it or not, it, it makes it very easy to, to, to sell the product line. Right. Yeah, it's incredible. And then... How, what is your sales process? I'm, I'm just curious, like, do you explain how the product works or most of the time people already know how it works and it's just the details? Back in the day, you know, when I first joined Garrison, you know, a lot of our users were Toffelmeyer users. So an older way of, of um, you know, I'm just talking our main product line, the, the sectional matrix system, but you know, a lot of them were Toffelmeyer users. And, um, you know, so yeah, you had to explain you know, uh, the the better result that they were going to get from uh, using a sectional matrix system and, um, you know, things like that. So it was, it was a little bit uh, longer or a little bit more um, technical sales process. Today, people understand what a sectional matrix system is. 
I would say probably you know seventy percent of uh, you know that practices are using a sectional matrix system for a majority of the restorations in that. So it isn't as technical. You just got to explain why yours is better than you know the competitor, and then you know you still do have a little bit of the top of my users out there. So you got to you know uh, explain that. But yeah, it's it's not as technical as it used to be. Right. Right. And I'm curious, what do you think has changed in dentistry since you joined? Like when you look back at your career now with Garrison Dental, and how do you look at dentistry? I think the big thing that's changed that's pretty eye-opening is, you know, when I joined, it was uh, the solo practice out there. You know, the, the Garrisons are a great example of that. You had, you know, Edgar's father, then Edgar, then John, you know, so you had three generations of, of dentists, and, and that's, you know, what a lot of it was back then. You know, it was, you know, handing it down to one of your, your children or multiple, you know, children. Um, and today it's just, I think it's gone more to the, the corporate end of things. You don't get as many of these solo practitioners that are passing it on to their, their next generation and that. So, um, you know, DSOs are a big thing now versus... You know, back when I joined Garrison, it was it was Heartland. Heartland Dental was Correct. really the only DSO out there. So, Correct. Yeah, it's interesting. We also look at it from a perspective, um, what's best for the industry, but I think both have a place and, and both will continue to, to thrive in the private and in the DSO. What do you think from just your perspective when you, when you talk to customers, what do you think makes private practice a strong like practice, a strong, that gives them a strong position? You know, I, I think probably like any business, it's it's you know the the community and the uh, the followers that they um, have have really kind of uh, generated in their community. And that um, you know, you look at right here in Spring Lake, Michigan. I mean, I think everybody knew uh, Edgar and John Garrison, um, and it was you know what they did in the community out there and that. So. Um, you know, it's 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 been uh, you know uh, uh, you know kind of a blessing in disguise, but it's it's you know the way business should be. Mm -hmm. And when you say community, can you share a little bit about the management style of the Garrison family? Like, what makes it a family place? Um, you know, you, you you almost feel like a family member here at Garrison. So, and and that's been from day one till today. Now. Um, you know, uh, Tom Garrison was, you know, pretty much uh, managing Garrison um, with, along with Rob Anderson. They were the managing partners when I joined Garrison. Um, you know, I view them as friends uh, today. Now they've kind of stepped out of the day-to-day -day and we, we now have a, a new CEO that's that's managing the day-to-day -day of the business. But, you know, we see them frequently. They're in, they join us for, for company parties. They join us for community events that we do in the, the community and that. So. Um, you know, very, um, you know, involved in, in the local community here. Yeah, that's amazing. How often do they go to the factory? Uh, Tom and Rob? Yeah, yeah. Probably every other week. That's you know, amazing. Just to check check on things or, you know, see what's going on. And yeah. That, or, they, you know, they come here. I see, I probably see one of them, you know, every week. Yeah. So. And then, the, you know, being in a smaller town, like, I mean, we flew to Grand Rapids. It's, it's a pretty big town, but then I think once we start getting to here where Garrison is located, it's it's a little bit smaller community and pretty much most people know you. So it's probably one of my 
thoughts when I think about building a business in a smaller community is you like have one shot at hiring people, right? So if somebody says, don't go there, you know, it's not a good place to work at, then you're pretty much screwed, right? So like you really need to have it right. Absolutely. You know, culture is a big thing. Um, yeah, obviously everything that I've just talked about and that, and, you know, I think people generally see that when they come in, you know, for a, for a, you know, interview or a job, um, you know, it's the culture here in the family, you know, atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then as you continue to grow, what positions do you think are going to be necessary to fill in like in the next two to three years for you guys? Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of it's, it's probably going to change, you know, just with the direction of where, where dental's going and that. I mean, just look at today from when I started. I mean, a very small percentage of our business was uh, generated online uh, versus today, you know, our online business is growing, um, you know, probably the, at the largest channel. And then you have, you know, places like, you know, Zen where, you know, e-procurement, um, is, is coming on. So, you know, people will like to do things online. I think it obviously started with the whole Amazon, right. um, you know, and that. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's probably the, one of the biggest changes that I see, you know, so, yeah. The, and then, you know, with, I think COVID had a lot to do with it. Right. You know, the, the, you, know you look at even the, the dealer reps out there today, you know, their frequency of going into dental practices has uh, gone way down versus, you know, that was what they did all day is, is, is going into dental practices. So it, it's changed. I think it's going to continue to change in, um, in that. So, yeah, a lot more online type, you know, processes in that. Right. Interesting. Yeah. When you said that, um, I also think there was a huge acceleration of procurement and online marketplaces during COVID and especially after COVID. So it's... It's challenging. It's not even a question. Maybe it's just a thought that, like, being able to identify who you want to align yourself with is, is a big question because I feel like everybody's trying to find an end goal and everybody's trying to find how to go to the dental practice and how to bring the value. Uh, but I feel like with a lot of characters in the market, it just becoming it's becoming harder for somebody like you, like your quality manufacturer. You want to align yourself with the right people and then how do you vet that how do you know that that who you work with are credible people i mean one of the, the things that you always look at is, is is does that organization have value similar to yours um i think is, is super important um and you're they're aligned with uh taking care of the customer though that's the, that's the big thing you know um, you know, we, we kind of pride ourselves with, you know, at Garrison is, uh, you know, we do business through multiple channels, you know, e-procurement, dealer, direct, and, you know, we want to be available for the customer, um, you know, however they want to want to purchase. So that's, that's a big thing for us, but doing it with the right partners, uh, people that have the same vision and values that we do. Yeah. Do you think there's a chance to, for a manufacturer, survive without online presence? I don't, I don't think so in today's environment. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's kind of hard. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, is there anything else other learnings you have from, you know, what has changed in the last 10 years with the, with the private practices? Um, you know, I think right now staffing is a, a big issue in, in practices, you know, um, you know, these practices are still as busy as they ever were. And they're trying to get it done with less staffing just because of the availability of it. 
out there. So, you know, that's a challenge and, and getting the time or the opportunity to speak to a, a dentist or a dental assistant or whatever is, it's, it's reduced uh, because, you know, they, they have a busy day versus, you know, their schedule's pretty booked throughout the day and that. So yeah, it, that's that's probably the, the, the biggest challenge yeah, today the out there. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, when we go to practices, I mean, we see it all the time. I mean, the first thing I try to look for is if I went to see a practice prior COVID, if I will see the familiar faces, right? And if I do, then I'm like, oh, yes, okay, I remember Susan. Great. All right. So fantastic. And then, you know, if that person is not there anymore, then you get to know the new person and then you try to help. And But it is a huge stress for a lot of doctors right now. And, and again, like learning the systems when they bring in the new people and you mentioned that you guys do webinars i wonder if you spend any time helping the new team members that join the practice to get like used to if they haven't used garrison products before if now with the practice that they join they have to use it if there's anything that you guys do in that end absolutely so you know COVID obviously it's, it's kind of changed the world out there and we've kind of really raised our game into the educational uh, technology end of the business where, I mean, we produce two webinars a month and a lot of online resources where, you know, a click of a button, they can watch, you know, that procedure or how to use that product online. Um, and we've had to do that because, you know, uh, the diminish or the non-existence in, in 2020 and 2021 of trade shows uh, where you had an opportunity to, to meet your customers and show them, you know, face to face or, you know, going into a, a dental practice and that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's obviously changed in that. So having those online resources is huge, uh, you know, so a customer can just, um, you know, um, go online, go either go to our website or YouTube or whatever it may be and, and see how to use the product. Right. So Right. That's fantastic. Well, I wanted to thank you for, for being you know, so open today, letting us in and see the pictures. We, we, we're super grateful for a chance to work. And when I talk to you and when I talk to Bonnie, I always say that um, we, uh, we're in a position where we're trying to learn, like we're, we're trying to do things the right way. And, and every time that uh, you and I connect and discuss things to, to work together and work with customers, it's always about how do we do best by the customer and then we figure out our own processes internally and how do we how do we get that work so again want to say thank you um and then uh thanks for the opportunity and continue working together absolutely appreciate it anytime and yeah let's continue to, to grow the business yeah sounds good awesome. thanks rich yep. almost 18 minutes right oh, 17 wow. 30 yeah so. yeah so well, good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, short and sweet. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so I think we touched on the history of the product um, and then how you guys operate. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. Was that your first podcast? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You did good. Yeah. It takes like a minute to get yeah. comfortable with it, it but is. then you're like, okay, like, you know, it's this funny is fine. speaking to large groups. I have no problem doing it. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, but it's just <laughs> yeah, but it's interesting. It's the opposite for most people. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this is like two friends talking, but like big audience, terrifying. Yeah, I found with the, like the big audience, the best thing to do is meet meet a bunch of them before you. you oh, know, that's you, a good trick. And, and it kind of just, then it's like you're, like you're talking to your friends out there. Mm -hmm. um, and that, and you, you got a visual too. So usually when you're, when you're talking to a large audience, so, you know, you, 
you can kind of see where you're at yeah. in, in the direction you're going with it in yeah. conversation or whatever. So, but yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. So I'll, yeah. I'll wrap it up and then 